It has all gone to shit in the universe of My Hero Academia. My name is James. I'm joined by Dylan. We're the degenerate duo of Class 1A's podcast. Dylan, how you feeling about our dystopian, some still like bright color palette future in, in My Hero Academia? Yeah, it is. It's interesting to see what they do with the color palette because it still feels like the same show, but like just a little weird. Uh, but I, I don't know. I like it. I like Deku like in his this form that he's in. Like it's a little bit scary, but he's really cool. Yeah, our boy has just like he's just fully embraced that edgelord look. He, we got finally got the hood up. We got the scarf. Yeah, he's it's this. You know, I think this is overdue. I think this 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 tone shift for Deku is. It's nice. I think it's a, it's a little refreshing. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be breaking down the the episode, um, which is episode eighteen, nineteen, nineteen, uh, this week. Which we you know we get to see a nice little bit of new Deku in action. We get a little backstory on everything. I'm gonna give a quick recap, and we're gonna just kind of d- dive right into the discussion. So we uh, we pick up really right where we left off with Deku leaving classmates. His uh, the note revealing that he got his power from All Might, that he was basically being tracked by Shigaraki. He didn't want to endanger them, and he was basically going to go off on his own sort of thing, off on his own, like with an asterisk because he has Hawks, Best Genist, All Might, and um, Endeavor kind of as his like his new crew, his new posse. Um, they're off basically stopping the escaped. Um, villains uh, and basically uh, the, the term they're throwing around a lot is jailbreaker which I'm assuming is basically people who are really responsible for breaking out the smaller jails um, where we eventually immediately meet both knockoff Deku, Shindo who we haven't seen in a hot minute um, and his companion uh, Tamaki I believe her name is She's the girl who can basically like retract her head like a turtle. Like I think that's her only turtle quirk. Neck. I think, she, turtle. Yeah, her t- hero name's Turtle Nick, and his his hero name is Grand, which I think is like it's it's like Grand Canyon, maybe I don't know earthquakes. I I, I don't. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. Yeah. Um, it basically starts with them trying to get some hunkered down civilians to basically evacuate. They're kind of holed up with like support items. And they're basically just doing their own thing, bunkering down and not really trusting any heroes, uh, given the current state of the world. Um, after a failed, uh, basically, evacuation attempt, they get jumped by Muscular. Turtleneck immediately tries to go to evacuate the civilians, while Shindo tries to go head-to-head with Muscular. And our boy gets his ass beat. He gets his ass beat pretty well, without, but he does get off his final like big vibration move before Dad Boy Vigilante Deku shows up and just and we see this very like melancholy iteration of Deku, who's very analytical. He's very concise. And Dylan and I are gonna really gonna get into it later. But he basically uses a combination of his his newfound quirks to dismantle muscular quite like quite easily. Um, this is, is with the with the help of Shindo through his tremor quirk, but really it, it was it was quite a quick dismantling. Um, following this, there's a quick conversation with him and All Might, kind of discussing some of the support items he's using now, as well as coordinating with the rest of his team. Um, and then a, a good portion of the episode is basically All Might and uh, Deku's mom, Izuku, uh, kind of just like working through what's happened in Deku's life and why he is the way he is now and what he has to do and why he has to do it. We that's kind of covered. We get some flashbacks, basically, to All Might really promising Azuku that he would take care of him, sort of thing. And it seems like he's kind of trying to stick to that. Um, we then get a the nice little quick cut to Gran Torino, who you know his boomer ass is still stuck in the 
hospital and uh basically tells deku he's like yeah listen i know she said you need to try and save him but you still got to kill his ass if uh you know if things are too grim i should have done it and i like and then he gives him a scarf so i don't know maybe grand torino's just really pissed off and bitter now so uh and then we end the episode with deku going out on his own and yeah, jumping back out into the rest of the world. I think that's really about it, though. Like, we really... Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, I think the big thing at the end is just, like, him, like, with his, like, new crew of, like, uh, the top heroes. Yeah, which we have, like, one of four functioning heroes. Like, it's only best genius. Like, Hawks doesn't have his wings. Endeavor seems like he's very busted up and broken. And All Might, of course, is is All Might, right? So it's, it's yeah. But they're all running, like, this surveillance and coordination for him. Mm-hmm. So it, it, they do seem like they're bringing a lot to the table that way, which is always great. Um, so that we're gonna, the first thing I want to talk about is is Deku. Is, like, his, his demeanor, how he uses his quirks, his outfit, everything like that. Um... Yeah, Dylan, I really want you to kind of walk me through the steps of how we think we got from, like, point A to point P sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the way that he looks now because, I mean, the only real difference is he has his hood up, it's a little bit ripped, and he has Gran Torino's scarf. That's the only real difference, but, like, because of the tone of the show changing and them, like, changing the art style up a little bit, um, they don't quite, I think, capture, like, how well the art style change really was, like... Uh, looking at the manga, it literally looked like he was drawn differently than everything mm. else. And I think that's something that they don't quite capture here. Um, but I still think it works. Uh, and one of the things I really like a good touch from the anime is the muffled voice because he does have his hood up. Like, it's yeah. just like a really small thing. But like, I don't know, it also adds like this like different layer to his voice and does literally make him sound like uh, like his voice is a little bit deeper and a little bit darker. Yeah, and I th- and, and again, I think it's you know it kind of complements that that tonal shift that you can't get from the switch up of our style in the manga. Like this, this kind of like offsets that and compensates for that in in, in the, a different type of medium, right? Because um, I I think you and I have like especially praised Horikoshi for able being able to switch up his art styles, like drawing. He has tons of inspiration from like Junji Ito and stuff like that, and you can really see it when he can start going off. Um, and I think that this was really our first taste of it with this new, the new, co- like, not even the new costume, just the costume switch up sort of thing. So I'm glad they found a way to, like, yeah, we can't do exactly that because art style switch ups consistently in in the anime, I don't think would really, like, I think to the eye, it would, it would throw people off, right? Yeah. So this is a nice compromise. This works. But let's talk, let's talk about his quirks. Let's talk Ooh. about how those work together. They're yeah. so good. Like, I, I, it, it was cool seeing him discover his new quirks, but I think where they obviously seem the most strong is when you start combining them. Because on their own, they're a little bit lackluster. Like, I got Smokescreen and Danger Sense, which is cool and all, but they're only, like, really awesome once you see them starting to combine together. He's using his Danger Sense. He's, like, jumping around here and there. He's throwing out smoke places. Like, it's cool. It's cool to see it all really come together. Yeah, how do you how do you feel about the kind of delivery of how we're getting them? Like, are you are you fine with kind of this pace that they're kind of being rolled out? I think I think so. Um, at, at first, I was a little bit disappointed because I, I want to spend time with each one of them, like Black Whip and me. Like, I, I wanted that kind of like learning moment, that that discovering it and moving past it. But mm-hmm. seeing the way that the the quirks after Black Whip really are. Because they're so small, I don't think it works that way. 
Like, how would it yeah. feel like if we had this big, like, this big run-up and big reveal to Smokescreen? And you're like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, cool. I guess I'm going to okay. learn how to smoke screen really well or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's just it. And I'm sure there's, like, I'm sure there's, like, definitely, like, a learn technique to that. To, like, to use that in, like, fun in different ways. But, yeah, yeah. it doesn't need a whole episode to, like, really, like groom over that sort of thing no but what what do you think of like uh being a manga reader and seeing it in the anime how do you feel about it being purple that was the thing that threw me off like i saw it and i was like it actually i had to like 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 double check it was like what the fuck is this like i don't remember yeah. this right like um but yeah like i don't know i i think i think the reason they're doing this in the anime is because they're trying to make them all distinguishable yeah, like so. That's so why Black Whip is like it, it's it's like got this like blue teal kind of tinge to it. Smokescreen's purple, right? So, and then, yeah, then we have uh like uh one for all, or all for one, sorry, uh, being like you know that like that tingy teal crackling kind of thing. So like, well, like yeah, because like whenever you look at uh like all the different colors coming together in that that vestige state, all of them are different colors. Yeah, too. Exactly. And like like within one for all, so it makes sense that. You know, they all have that color, like, uh, I guess, like combination there. Yeah. And it seems like it seems like teal is really like that's Deku's color, right? That's that's the color that he kind of manifests in through that. So, um, I yeah, you know, with some things, it's totally like understandable that it has its, its, its influence in that with like Black Whip and all for one uh, or one one for all. Um, but like smokescreen, it's, it, that'd be weird to make a teal. You know what I mean? That would be. Yeah. So I think I think purple's fine. I think that's I think it's totally fine. And then, you know, like float. In danger sense, they can't. They can't really have colors. Actually, well, no. They, danger they do. sense does have a color. Danger yeah, it's yellow. Is, it's yellow. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, th I think they do all have colors, just in some way. You just have to look so, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. No. I think that's. An, I think it's kind of enough. Like just really like focusing on Deku. Like I mean, obviously his like the tone. Like we kind of touched on is like it, it's a very flat affect, right? It's very composed, but almost to the point. Like it's like because it's not only composed and calm. It's almost like like morose you know what i mean like it's so analytical and so boiled down that it really doesn't feel like him yeah yeah he really lost his like personality here he has gone like full like you're talking about like analytical mode just going to save people that's it he doesn't have his Je deku charm anymore yeah he's the man's going for like a numbers game sort of thing he's like speed running how many people he can save and how many villains he can take out yeah i wonder if uh that's gonna be anything that we're gonna have to deal with in the upcoming episodes <laughs> Yeah, because no, there's no way that can circle back and bite us in the ass, right? But I, I, I do want to talk about maybe, I, you know, I love my themes. I love my overall themes. So yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. let's jump into it and talk about citizens here using support items, and not only that, but their just flat out rejection of heroes coming to save them, because mm -hmm. it's so interesting to me because this is exactly what they wanted in the end. The villains they wanted citizens to say no to heroes they wanted them to pick up you know support items so one they could you know fund the villains obviously because they're their support items um yeah and on top of that it just destabilizes all of society uh so wondering like what are what are your thoughts here like what are you thinking about the citizens right now yeah it, it is very much one of those things that's like it, you know it's the desired effect that i don't think like the heroes couldn't predict that being like um one of the one of the goals of the league of villains like obviously it's like yeah like destabilize here society and stuff like that but it's like a, it's a it's a very vague goal but when you see it manifest in this way where you are having people reject 
help reject, you know, youth as well who are, have been deemed kind of like, you know, they have their provisional license and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think it just really solidifies it and makes it a lot more real. And like, not only that, but I th- like it is a very like, it's like you don't need to make a stretch to understand why that happens, right? Like you yeah. really don't. And I think that's it, it's a very it's a it's, it has a very big impact. Um, and yeah, it's just not one of those things that feels like you, it's it's not a reach, right? Mm-hmm. So and then yeah, the support items like again, like we I think we you covered it. We covered it more. I think it was last week's episode more than this week. But a lot of like backfire. Like a lot of them are like like you you need to learn how to use these things right other yeah. than you can't just be like it is average joe who just picks them up and uses them right yeah i mean they they essentially just are like artificial quirks at that point yeah yeah exactly right which i mean yeah any joe blow who like I mean, you know it depends on your occupation like if you were just you've been a grocer like with a very like low level quirk for like most of your life then it's like oh shit here society goes to crap and i'm picking up this like thing that gives me a quirk you have no training. You have no idea how to use it. You're, you, you know, you weren't brought up into it by any stretch. You didn't, you know, you didn't take any online classes, right? <laughs> like, dang, I wonder. Just, I wonder if uh, we're we're getting any uh, metaphor here for for anything else. There's no way we're getting another metaphor, right? Yeah, I, I I wonder. I wonder if they're trying to tell us something about society picking up certain weapons without training. <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a really interesting kind of thing to move past because for me, this is like the real stuff we got to deal with. It's not, oh, we need to find the heroes in our own hearts and move forward. It's like, no, there's like this this bigger problem that like you have to solve until like we go into the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this is my thing of thinking that uh, the end of the show is going to be everyone getting their quirks taken away because this is the output of quirks in society, right? Of, yeah. It just destabilizes like this. Yeah, it's that's just it. it. It really just throws like it, it, like things were very loosely built up, and you can see how very quickly that can just fall to the wayside, right? Yeah. Um, the uh, speaking of quirks, though, and speaking of just like quirks in general, um, we had the one for all reveal to uh, Zuku and Ryu Let Rask Class One A. I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed because like it looked like all those notes were handwritten when our boy really could have just used like Microsoft Word or like a photocopier to like write all this out because it sounds like they say they all but, they all said the same personal, thing. Right? But they're personal. But they're personal. No, we, no, like, no we I, never, think, we, I, I think like probably like the first two paragraphs of all of them are the same, but that last one is probably special. He's he's Deku. He's someone that always like talks from his emotion. Of course, he made them special for everyone. There's no reason why he wouldn't. Okay, all right, I'll give yeah. you that. Have oh, some faith fine. in him. I, but uh, yeah, no. So uh, how do you how how would you feel? How how do you think your mom would feel if you had this like you know you had this Superman equivalent of the world be like, hey, guess what? I passed my quirk on to your son. The only reason I didn't blow him up is because he's quirkless. Um, he needs to go hide for the rest of his life in evade yeah. capture. Like, yeah, this is a real, like, probably shocking moment for a lot of them, even though they have lived through shocking things already. This is like, I don't know. I, I do feel like, here. here's my reaction. Everyone is shocked. They're like, how could this happen? I had no, like, idea whatsoever. Um, and then there are people who are like, yeah, obviously. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he. They were hanging out all the time, constantly. <laughs> yeah, everybody talking about like this weird connection between the two of them, and no one decided to connect the dots, sort of thing, right? Like, yeah, it's like they have the same exact quirk. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Weird. Yeah, one just doesn't become huge. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, one started. 
one just started manifesting multiple quirks. What is that about? What's that? Yeah. Yeah, and we actually we never really get the explanation why Deku get doesn't get muscle form. We never, we never like like that's just that's just his yeah. like own unique touch. Like that that was just it. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. We we really never got anything about that. <laughs> which is I don't know. Which is so weird to me. It's it's like the I like I, out of all the things that Horikoshi goes back and covers, that's not one of them. <laughs> uh, no, because like I feel like at that point. He would just, like, dig himself into his own grave if he tried to justify that. At this Probably. point, he's just like, yeah, pretend, just, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's just that. You don't, you don't know. I mean, I guess that is, that is what he was beginning to look like before his injury, and he just found a way to maintain that. But, like, that's, that, I guess that's really it. Because that is, that was what he looked like in his youth growing up and stuff like that. Yeah. And, but, yeah, no. He just found a way to artificially maintain it. Yeah. So, I, I guess, what, what does this change, though? Now that class 1A knows, does does this actually change anything between their dynamics? Does the class look at Deku differently now? So I think I think the like doubt is probably starting to, or like doubt and like uh, maybe a degree of distrust is probably going to start like coming from this. Obviously it's from a good place but like okay, if he's like down to up and bounce like you know, a bond's kind of severed at that point, right? That if he's down to do this, even if it is with good intention, right? Yeah. Um, the one person I think that this literally doesn't change anything with is Bakugo. Because well, he Bakugou, knows. Because he, well, well, that is that's it. One thing he knows. One thing he knows. He already knew about this. And two, I think because Bakugo knows, he's going to kind of be able to rally everybody to be like, doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. Same dude. And he's just going to be angry. And, like, honestly, I... I can't see the, their relationship state staying like this, like long. I know a lot of like I know a lot of like class one A characters get like kind of like sidelined a lot, right? Like for comic relief or just like strictly love interest and stuff like that, right? But I don't. I just can't see the other class of nineteen people just sitting sitting around being like, I guess we'll just hang out in UA and just like twiddle our thumbs sort of thing. Especially especially with Bakugo around. Yeah, there's no way, right? Yeah, I I, I don't know, like. It's it's weird because like I feel like it could go into a direction that like if it wasn't as much of a like a like a like a shonen I could see of like hey yeah. maybe we could have implications of like hey all the bad stuff that has happened to us it's your fault Deku right it's like your fault, yeah. hey we're all grieving midnight right now isn't that kind of in a way your fault Deku like I could see <laughs> that storyline actually opening up in some shows but I don't see that here. Um, I don't, I don't really see, like, any inner turmoil within the class itself. Because um, they've never really had that. I mean, the most that we really had was Froppy being mad that she didn't want to, like, lie to the teachers by sneaking out. That was, like, yeah. that was, like, the biggest, like, really, like, inner, inner, like, group, like, conflict there. So, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know if I could see one just manifesting now. Yeah, and I think, I, I think that really brings up a good point, is that as far as, like, inner conflict within that group, it's been non-existent. It's really been non-existent. Like, everybody really, like, and maybe that is just, like, a shonen trope, but, like, everybody, like, yeah, it's like, oh, Bach goes a dick, but, like, nobody's mad about it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, something we learn. Um, you know, nobody, like, like, and maybe it's because they're, 
like they haven't written any inner turmoil amongst the group. Like you never, like you never had like you know two characters who have like clashing ideals or anything like that, right? It is very much like oh, we all want to be heroes. So regardless of the circumstance, we all just kind of power through and do that, right? But yeah, like one after one event after another is technically Deku's fault at this point, but the tone's not there. No one yeah. like we haven't been shown anybody feeling like insanely betrayed, other than. Uraraka, which can be unfortunately written off as probably like a love interest thing, vice as a genuine relationship thing, right? Like as like a friendship thing, right? Like yeah. But we don't need class one A anymore because we have we have we have a new crew. We, we got a new crew of people. Boys, dude. We got we got the boys. We got yeah. best genus. We got all might. Uh, who else we we got in the crew? In- Endeavor and Hawks. Endeavor and Hawks. We have all the top heroes here. I, I don't know. I think it's it makes sense that it's going to move in this direction because, like, you know, this is where all the action's happening. Mm-hmm. I want to know, is is Hawks, like, going to be just chilling? Is he going to be, like, fighting in this? Like, I'm so worried about what's going on with Hawks because we haven't really seen, has he healed at all? Uh, like, like, beyond, like, getting burned completely. Yeah, it's just that you haven't really, like, he really has just kind of, like, taken everything in stride, and now he's just, now him and, like, Best Genius are now, like, this comic relief duo sort of thing, more than anything, and you don't, like, I don't know, do they, do they ever circle back to Hawks having, like, one traumatic event after another, right? Yeah. Like, I yeah, I'm very curious to see if they actually address that at all. On top, on top of that, too, like, yeah, it looks like Best Genius has made, like, a, like, a, the best recovery, but, like, um, he, uh, Still, like, he still went through some shit, too. He, like, he died, right? Like, they made yeah. him dead, right? So do we do we ever explore that, right? I think Best Genius at this point is a character where you could explore that and, like, dedicate, like, a portion of an episode to that, and it wouldn't feel weird. Like, I think a lot of people would appreciate that, considering that he has gone from this very tropey character to an actually genuine, like, really interesting character. Yeah, I want some more dedicated episodes to Best Genius, because he's so we need- cool. He's we got like what, like two, like yeah, two, three. Like I want, more. I want an origin story. I want, oh. I want a sad backstory. I want some sick fights. They could be like a school brief thing. Just give me like, like, like honestly, yeah. after the fact, after my hero, if they start going through like every major character that we didn't get that backstory explanation, and just give us one episode of the whole thing, that'd be sick. It's genius! It's awesome! It's amazing! Let's go! Let's go! I'm pitching this! I'm pitching this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um okay well i think i think that winds it down though i think it's it's time dylan is that is that moment it is time. it is the plus ultra award so for anybody who doesn't know and most of you know at this point um we give the plus ultra award out for somebody who's gone plus ultra be it a hero villain concept fucking animator we we do it all here we do it all and then we tally it at the end, and we're trash at keeping track of this, so like it makes us suffer when we have to go back and calculate yep. this, but it's fine. It's awesome. We love doing it. So, Dylan, who do you got? Uh, I think for this one, I want to give it to Shindo. I think he... Thank he you. Yeah, 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 okay, cool. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Right. All right, perfect. I, my thinking, too, was that, like, hey, I'm up against this known horrible villain, uh, and you know what? I, I'm a hero. I'm going to stand here. I'm just going to go for it. Not only is he like a hero going for it, I'm pretty sure he had just graduated. I think he's I'm not third year. He's third year now. He's third year now. So yes, like, he's... okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I was going to so say, they, they just, yeah, yeah. they he's just, a year yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he's a third year now. So he's still in school 
and he's like, all right, we're going to do this just like a, a top hero would. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so he easily gets it. Yeah, and like it, I think it is very much like that. Like he, it, and, and like that was. Just, I think the, the biggest thing about it too is like even when he knew he was going down, he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what I can," sort of thing. And I think, yeah. I think that's what really like solidifies him for this award because like he like he knew it was gonna happen to him. He knew he was gonna die, and he was just like, "No, no, no, no." I like I, I get it, and I'm gonna do as much damage as I can before I before I go out. And I think that is like. I, this may be one of the least like like uh, necessarily explained puzzle ultras we've had to do in a while. You know what I mean? Like this is like this is like when we go back to the embodiment of it. This is kind of it, right? Yeah. We so love yeah, no. We, we love we, 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 knock off Deku, man. He's got a, he's got a place in our heart. Like <laughs> love it. We got to work on that outfit, though, man. I do not. I don't know how I feel about like the exposed chest. Like it's it's weird. It's a weird look. We, like, we, we can upgrade him. We can upgrade. We can him. upgrade him. Yeah, exactly. Right. But that does it all here for us this week. My name is James. This is Dylan. And we will see you next class.